Do you have a dream of sitting around and talking about whatever's on your mind? Well, we're here to make that a reality here at Texas Podcast Media. We here are we are here to make your dream a reality. Come in, set up in our studio. We record, we edit, we do all the work, and we upload it to all the feeds: Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. We do it all. Let us be your home for your podcasting. For more information, email us at info at texaspodcastmedia.com. Welcome to the 590 High School Sports Show. Here's your host. Powered by Texas Podcast Media. Craig Irwin. Toby Tolles. And Trent Hart. And good evening. Welcome to the 590 Sports Show. Craig Irwin, Trent Hart in the house tonight as uh, Toby's abandoned us once again, Trent. Now, I feel like I lost puppy dogs sometimes, especially in the uh, the upper levels of Texas high school football, the 6A and the 5A. <laughs> Without Toby being in studio and helping us out with those with those teams a little bit and giving a little bit more insight, no, I agree with you. I agree with you a million percent. And uh, you know, I texted him. I was like, "Hey, dude, you coming?" And he was like, "Man, I had to go down south." And this, you know, he he had his he had his reasonings. And and we all know work comes first. Is I didn't know if I was even going to make it in here on time as I got held over from work uh, today. But uh, been pretty well, busy all weekend actually. Yeah, that's why I said life gets in the way, and uh, everybody's trying to finish things up before we get to the uh, the Thanksgiving holiday and uh, take off for a, f- a few days for some uh, much needed R and R. I'm sure. Oh, much needed R and R and much needed football. If you're looking for some football, is is there's a plethora of games in Southeast Texas that you can go watch, and some locations that you can go watch six games in two days. If you wanted to hang out in San Antonio all yeah. weekend, talking about that would be like the trip of all trips, right? Go down to San Antonio uh, Friday morning, watch football all day, let the wife go hang out on the Riverwalk, and then Friday night y'all can hang out, go look at the Christmas lights down down there on the Riverwalk, and then get up Saturday morning, have a good breakfast, and get back up and and do it all over again. Three more games on. Saturday and then uh enjoy the nightlife after the game Saturday night enjoy the nightlife in uh San Antonio and then roll on. Well, it's always fun to enjoy the uh the nightlife in San Antonio especially when you got uh, playoff football going on and you know we talked about uh trying to get some of those games unfortunately didn't you know we knew it was a long shot that we were going to try and broadcast those games in the Alamo Dome but yeah we were talking uh Craig and I were talking that it would be excellent uh, to to be up there in the Alamo Dome press box and covering those football games because there's some really quality games uh, in the Alamo Dome uh, this week. That there is a lot of good games and and I really that would have been so fun to uh, go watch some of those games and yeah. uh, be able to enjoy that. Is is I was I was really I was thinking I got hyped up over it, but we got a lot of good games down here in Southeast Texas uh to go that sure. we could go see uh you and i we're going to go on a road trip we'll talk about that as we progress on through the show uh tonight yep. but uh we're going to 
take a little road trip and and see some football teams that we haven't seen and some teams that we haven't even talked about. So uh, kind of looking forward to that Friday and uh, going and doing those games and, and enjoying that little mess. And I'm going to miss a couple games that I really wanted to go to locally down here in yeah. Southeast Texas, but you know, make a little road trip. It's kind of funny because I've been, I follow that sideline to sideline show, Terry and Grant. I listen to their podcast and uh, what's funny about it is, is they're coming down here this weekend to watch football. And they've been down yeah. here for the last three or four weeks coming and watching playoff games and then some games through the uh, end of the regular season. They've been coming down here and here we are, we're going up there. And uh, there's just as good a games going on up there in the Dallas area as what there is. You know what I mean? Kind of, kind of, kind of interesting. Well, there definitely is. And, uh, you know, to, to get it, yeah, to get a chance to to kind of uh, wrench our legs a little bit and, and get into a, a region that we're not necessarily comfortable in in covering, uh, but it's going to be fun to uh, to really dive deep into some of these teams that are over there and in that DFW area. No, most definitely it is, and 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 it's going to be teams that you know we're going to be able to go watch and and maybe see a standout player or so and something to come back home and and, and talk about next week whenever we sit down with a full belly and uh, do our podcast for, what, week 14 of Texas high school football. So with going up there to to North Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth area, we're going to be able to go in there and pick up some games and uh, hopefully see some players that we haven't ever seen before, Trent. Yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously see some players, but maybe a standout player. You know, down here in the Houston area, we talk about the DJ Lagway kid. We talk about, you know, some of those standouts uh, as we progress on. But jumping into 6A Division One, might as well just get started with all this. We're going to start at uh, Region 1 and work our way through the regions on uh, games from last week and uh, two overtime games out of Region 1. As you look at Mid- Midland Legacy against Euless Trinity, Midland Legacy wins that game 57-55 in two overtimes. There were a lot of really close games last week. And as you were scoreboard watching, uh, you know, like you just said, quite a few overtime games. But you're in in the mix now of where you're going to start seeing uh, teams face off against each other. And we're going to see these closer scored games. And this is a good example of it. Like you said, Midland Legacy. Uh, narrows this win out on Trinity 57 to 55. Uh, so they, uh, they get that W and advance on, but just as close a game, if you drop down, uh, to the Allen and the Martin game, 36 to 33 Allen over there. Yeah. Single overtime game there, but win it by a field goal. I mean, you don't get much better than that going into Texas high school football. You know, Toby and I went down to the, uh, Jasper Sealsby game in week 11 that went to overtime and that was a lot of fun watching that football game and just, just the excitement. And you can only imagine big six, a school filling the stands up. You can only imagine how big that was and how loud those stadiums were uh, this last weekend as they carried those two games into overtime. Other two games that were out of region one, North Crowley, 63 Odessa Permian, 10 prosper defeats Richardson Lake Highlands, 44 to 24 was the final there out of region one. So you look down at the regional semifinal matchup, Trent, you got North Crowley 12 and 0 versus Prosper 11 and 1, 2 PM at Frisco's Ford center. I've been there. That That is a cool place. Yeah. Well, not only is it a cool place, it's going to have a 
heck of a football game uh, with those two teams playing each other. Um, and then in the other the other semifinal game, you've got Midland Legacy and Allen. Uh, you know, we we hear about Allen a lot. You know, over over the last few years, um, and what they've been able to do, but uh, probably another good game uh, that is going to be played, and I expect both of those to be pretty close. No, I agree with you. That Midland Legacy is ten and two. Allen eight and four. Going to be exciting to see that. That game's at Abilene Shotwell Stadium, uh, out there in Abilene, dropping over into Region Two. Familiar foe there. Duncanville beats Rockwall Heath. 62-24 was the final there. The Woodlands narrowly edged by Klein Collins. 28-27. And, uh, you know, it's always a win that you you, you don't ever want to lose in the playoffs. But to know who you're going to face in the next round of the playoffs, that makes it a little more difficult, doesn't it, Trent? Yeah, the Woodlands is going to have their hands full against a very, very good Duncanville team. I mean, we we talked about Duncanville quite a bit uh, throughout the season here on the podcast, and uh, even with that loss to DeSoto, uh, Duncan Duncanville's still a really good football team. Yeah, they are. Duncanville ten and one. The Woodlands nine and three. Three p.m. kickoff Saturday at Hutto's Memorial Stadium. I mean, with where we're going to be, be worth spending a night in this. Maybe going to Hutto. Saturday. That might not be a bad idea. Very. I think I have a little blonde downstairs that uh, is going to think otherwise if she makes this trip with us this week. She will think otherwise. Right. My my wife is going to think otherwise after Friday night's over with. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. You're in the doghouse, dude. Like you're <laughs> deep in the doghouse. I stay there. That's I know. just you, that's just that's just my world right uh, now. And 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 until football is over with. That's probably the way it's going to stay. Look, dude, you called me Saturday. You was amped up and uh, over a deal. We ain't going to get into all that. But we no, no, amped. no, we won't get into all what, that. What, you was amped up over a deal. And I know dang good and well whenever I called you Saturday night that you were in the doghouse. You wouldn't tell me because she was sitting next to you, but I know you was in the doghouse. I could, ter- I could tell by the tone in your voice. Well, and- I was working. I was working on – the uh, the game requests that we submit every week uh, to request these football games uh, for the playoffs, and uh, I'm I'm over there talking to you about that, and and also talking to her about, you know, this is this is what I'm leaning towards, and I had this ungodly list, and I sent it over to you of the games that we were interested in doing, including those Alamo Dome games, and uh, we ended up getting some, but uh, you know, with it being Thanksgiving week. Um, high school football doesn't end; it just continues, and uh, it's it's just it's just one of those things, you know, in the in the field that we're in, and the way we cover uh, high school sports in our area and in the state in general. Um, that's just our life right now. No, <laughs> and the, the wives the wives don't necessarily get uh, uh, our full attention like they should. No, they don't. And, and you know, I spent all day Saturday painting downstairs. Right. So I, I was on, I was on duty, uh, for work and I ended up getting called in Saturday morning. I get home, I paint, we get done painting. We buck some sheet for case, get called back out to work. I get home works anyway. She don't even know. I ain't even told her yet. I just, I'm going to ease her into it because I had her talked into going to the love lady game with me and Henderson and then 
yesterday slash today. It, it everything changed, so she doesn't know the changes yep. yet. So I'm going to be. In oh, the she doesn't house. know the changes yet. No, no, we have. Oh, then you're def- you're definitely going to be in the doghouse with me. Well, that's just the way that's going. No, go. it is. We might as well ride. You might as well come to Cold Spring, pick me up, and we'll ride together. But uh, <laughs> but she she had Santa and everything, and then I got home late, so uh, Case went and seen Santa today and got a haircut. So that changed everything. But uh, staying in that region too, Rockwall defeats Waxahachie 46-63. Then Spring, Spring Westfield defeats Klein Kane 55-41 was the final there, which uh, is going to bring a, a Rockwall versus Spring Westfield game. Rockwall 11-1, Spring Westfield 10-2, which is my wife's alma mater. Uh, there at Spring Westfield. That game, 3 p.m. Saturday at Pflugerfield's the field. I went to that stadium yep. last year. We watched Duncan. Toby and I went over there and watched Duncanville and uh, the Woodlands play. And uh, here we go all over again, pretty much the same matchups of what we looked at last week, last year out of that Region 2. Jumping into Region 3, though, another overtime game as we look down at this bracket. Side Fair defeated Katie. Katie gets knocked off 28-21 yeah. in overtime. I don't think a whole lot of people were expecting that to happen. Not this early in, in, the, in the playoff rounds. I, I didn't think so either myself. Uh, I think if I would have sat back and I looked at it, just score comparison and such, I would have picked Katie to win that football game. But but they come up short. And, and I'm, you know, with the growth over there in Katie, they got another new high school. You know, it kind of spreads some of them people out, some of the athletes out with the way the school high school districting is. So, uh, you know, where Katie had sat on the top of that throne in the Houston area for so long, you know, as you go back and you look what over the last four years, you know, Katie hasn't been there. It's been this next team. North Shore defeats Clear Springs 49-21 in a game that Clear Springs was in the lead early on. And uh, I was just about to say that. Yeah. I was watching. I mean, I was – yeah, we were scoreboard watching that during during the uh, during the game that we were covering this last week. Uh, you know the Franklin uh, Shepherd game. We'll go over that in a minute too. But uh, yeah, at, at halftime with that game where Clear Springs was up on them, we were uh, in the booth kind of wide eyed. No, most definitely we were. I was like, "Whoa, look at this!" I, I, I just wasn't. There's a reason they play four quarters in the game, right? And, and you know you can't ever count North Shore out. And, no. and obviously, this is why with a forty nine twenty one win. But you you sit there and watch. Said, "Uh oh, is this going to be the game that that North Shore gets knocked off?" And uh, you know they they were able to pull it out. Now uh, looking, they got Cy Fair this week. You got Cy Fair eleven and one, Galena Park twelve and zero. Friday at two p.m. NRG Stadium. There's a host of games at NRG Stadium. Yeah, uh, there's a there's starting a Friday night, uh, Friday. Yeah, the, the other one that we're about to get to. I mean, uh, you know, Lamar beats uh, Ridge Point thirty-one to twenty-eight in a close game over there, uh, and then you got a Tascasita that defeated Pearland uh, sixty-one to thirty-five, and that was a close game at halftime, if I remember correctly. No, I believe you're right, I, and it wasn't one that kept popping that was popping up on my scoreboard as I was looking. But uh, definitely, I mean, it was a close. I believe it was a half, and then and then Atascacito able to pull it out in the second half. So um, now you got Houston Lamar, who's undefeated against a ten and two humble Atascacita, and uh, that game six p.m. Friday at Houston's NRG Stadium, 
And there's a 6A Division II game that we'll get to in a little while that's going to be Friday night or Friday morning at 10 o'clock at NRG, which is the CE King game, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I can't remember we'll, which we'll, one it was. We'll now. get to it here in just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. So, uh, jumping down into Region 4, Lake Travis defeats San Antonio Johnson 48 21. Uh, San Antonio Brennan defeats PSJ 36 14. Austin Westlake beats San Antonio Reagan 45 28. Laredo United 58. San Benito 35. And, uh, so you got. Hosted games at the Alamo at the Alamo Dome this weekend. Lake Travis and San Antonio Brenham, both teams ten and two. Three p.m. Friday at the Alamo Dome, and then Austin Westlake versus Laredo United, both teams ten and two. Three p.m. That game Saturday. So uh, out of the the six games that we talked about for um, that's going to be at the Alamo Dome when we opened up the show, there's two of them right there. If you wanted to go watch some big school football. Yeah. And like I said, there's, there's, that's two of the six, uh, pretty good games that are going to be there. And, uh, like you, like you said, if if you ain't got nothing to do Friday and Saturday and you you like Texas high school football, is really the place to be. And if you don't want to make that trip to San Antonio, NRG is the next best place to be. No, it really is. Those are two really good places to go uh to watch some you know and, and you can spend all day over there and, and and watch them things moving over into 6a division two and uh we're going to run through some games that that were last week and the matchups for this week as we get through south lake carroll defeated uh was that Wolforth uh friendship 49 friendship, 14 yeah. yeah and highland park defeats mckinney 22 21 Trophy Club Nelson defeats Midland 35 to 7 and Copel defeats Dallas Jesuit 42-23 was the final in that game. So uh that sets up uh, Southlake Carroll and Highland Park. Seems like we talk about those two teams playing each other a lot. Both of them 11 and 1. 2:30 p.m. Friday at Arlington's Choctaw Stadium. I've read I've seen a lot about this stadium. I've never been there. I would love to go to that game, go to that stadium. And then Trophy Club Nelson, uh, undefeated against Copel, uh, that's also undefeated at 3.30 p.m. Saturday at Arlington's Choctaw Stadium. So uh, Yeah, th- those those games were also on, on our list of, uh, of games that we were interested in the DFW area. Uh, I believe that stadium is uh, the, what used to be the ballpark in Arlington next to Jerry's World, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to do, I was going to do some research on that and wasn't able to as yeah. works just had me stupid, crazy, you know, but, uh, would like to, I want to do some research on that and see if that's what that is. So I'll bring it up real quick. How about that? Yeah, do it. And I'm going to jump into region two. DeSoto defeats Wiley East 42, 20 was the final there. And DeSoto was, was, uh, as that game got started, DeSoto was trailing in that game early on and then did what DeSoto does come back in and gets the win there. 42, 20 was the final Willis and Tomball Memorial game. That was over at Randall Reed Ford, uh, Randall Reed stadium Friday night, 42, 21 was the final over Tomball Memorial sends them guys home. Cedar Hill defeat, uh, defeats North Forney 59, 21. And then Tomball 
defeats Oak Ridge 25-24 in overtime there at Randall Reed Stadium. And uh, Toby wanted to go to that game, and and I wanted to go to that game, but I knew I was on call and Case wasn't going to be able to go with me. So uh, I wasn't going to take off and go to a game without that I was going to just watch and not be able to take Case. He just wouldn't understand it. So uh, at three well, years old. another just another nail biter. Yeah. Uh, that Oak Ridge Tomball game and uh, one of many. Uh, but, uh, you know, Willis uh, getting that win over Tomball to advance uh, to face DeSoto. Uh, and this is probably the the game to see at the Alamo Dome, if if in my opinion, anyway. Seven o'clock uh, Friday we were, night. Yeah, yeah, seven o'clock Friday night at in, in San Antonio, and uh, we were getting updates. Uh, we were in Willis, uh, Craig. You were upstairs, but uh, uh, you know we were getting updates from the the Willis staff uh, on that football game. So they're uh, they're all kinds of excited. Uh, in Willis. So this is the first team's done. So talking to one of the coaches, as I was in the penthouse there at Yates stadium in Willis Friday night, um, talking to one of the coaches this is the first time since 1993 that Willis has made it out of the area round of the playoffs. And that, that's crazy. If you would have told me that before, before today, I, I might've been like, man, I'm going to have to look that up. Well, but, uh, that's, that's crazy. The in '93 was the last time they made it out of the regional round of the uh, out of the, excuse me the area round of the playoffs. They went to the regional round, end up losing in the regionals, but that was when Michael Bishop played there. Now there is a Bishop that's a sophomore playing for Willis now. Uh, believe it's Michael's nephew. I, I'm not sure the relation there, but uh, he is the number one receiver that uh, DJ Lagway likes to go to. And uh, so this is going to be a big game. Willis fans think they can beat DeSoto. And well, and if you you if you're a Willis fan, I mean, of course you got to think that way because they're playing the best football they have in uh you know thirty years. Right. So it's uh you it, you've got to be excited for it if if you're a Willis uh, fan. So. Uh, that is that is definitely the game uh, to see. So uh, here's an interesting in here's an interesting thought on on both of these teams. They're both averaging scoring a little over fifty points a game. Is is where they're at. What I didn't get to do is go through and finish act, actually averaging it out on how many points they're allowing. You know, on average. But right. just looking at the scoreboard, and, and I got in kind of a conversation back and forth on uh, my 590 N sports page there on Facebook with, with somebody talking about will this Willis DeSoto matchup before Willis even played Oak Ridge. And, and they were talking about that game or excuse me. I said, Oak Ridge, uh, Tomball Memorial is I told him, I said, I feel like that Willis is just give, gives up too many points, you know, uh, defensively in this situation, in this game. And that's why I have DeSoto pick to win it. And he goes, they both give up a lot of points, but anyway, it's a good conversation back and forth on the five nine N sports page as uh, yeah. getting some interest. And, you know, I posted a schedule of a lot of the local teams, you know, I, actually what you text me, I posted to the page and uh, the, to the Facebook page, the amount of people 
that are in our area that's going all the way to San Antonio to watch that football game. It's just, it, it's crazy because there's a lot that have commented and that's where they're going. Well, I mean, they've got a lot of fans. I mean, the, with the way that they were playing, they, they've, they've, you know, garnered a lot of support along the way throughout the season. And you could see it whenever we were at uh, Yates Stadium where they had to bring in extra stands yes. in that football stadium to just accommodate the amount of people that were showing up to those football games towards the end of the season. Yeah, we talked about that in our broadcast as well, Robert Howell and myself, with uh, the amount of people they brought extra stands, put them in the north end zone, and I'm sure that's where they filtered the band and the drill team to. Um, I'm pretty sure they filtered them over to there, and uh, that way – um, you could put more people in the stands, you know, in between the thirties and be able to watch that football game. So, uh, it's yeah. going to be exciting, uh, to see this game kick off is, uh, we're not going to be in San Antonio. We're going the opposite, complete no. opposite direction. Won't even be close to San Antonio. So moving into region three, six, a division two, Houston Stratford, 49, George, uh, ranch, 34. Summer Creek defeats Clear Creek 42 to nothing. Fort Bend Hightower defeats Houston Heights 26-21. C.E. King defeats Clear Falls 37-20. And so Houston Stratford and Summer Creek, that game is Saturday at Tomball ISD Stadium. Houston Stratford 9-3. Summer Creek 11-1. Fort Bend Hightower 11-1 versus C.E. King, that game 10 a.m. Friday at NRG Stadium. Uh, C.E. King 9-3, Fort Bend Hightower 11-1. Going to be a very interesting game. See what C.E. King can do uh, here in this week in the regional semifinals. And then dropping down into Region 4, you have, what is that, uh, Cibolo Steel 42 and Round Rock McNeil 21. San Antonio, right. Harlan, 48, Harlingen, zero. Driven Springs, 38. Converse, Judson, 34. And then San Antonio, J, 27. Westlaco, 14. So uh, you got still 11 and 1 against San Antonio, Harlan, 12 and 0. That game's Friday at 11 a.m. at the Alamo Dome. And then Driven yep, Springs. Another Alamo Dome game. Yeah, here's two more. And then Driven Springs and San Antonio, J, uh, that game's at 11 p.m., 11 a.m. Saturday at the Alamo Dome. So uh, that's going to wrap up that 6A Division Two as we talked about it and get ready to move into uh, 5A Division One, getting, getting a little bit closer to uh, kind of what me and you halfway know what we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even in even in the 5A Division Two, we might we might run into a little bit something there. But uh, now uh, Region One, 5A Division Two, um, Abilene Eagles get a win over uh, is that Denton Ryan, I believe, thirty-one uh, twenty-one, and then uh, let's a, see here, Alito. It defeated, doesn't give me the yeah. It doesn't give me the full names on this. I'm going to go to the other one. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Justin Northwest uh, defeated Amarillo. Uh, I don't even know how to say that. Forty-one to nothing, and then Abilene defeated Den- Denton Ryan thirty-one twenty-one. Alito. Defeats Lubbock Cooper forty eight twenty one and then Red Oak thirty five Amarillo twenty eight was the final there out of Region One. So you got Justin Northwest versus uh, ten and two versus Abilene ten and two uh, Friday at Wichita Falls Memorial Stadium, and then 
Alito 12 and 0 versus Red Oak 12 and 0. 7:30 kickoff Friday night at Arlington's Choctaw Stadium. So uh, a couple close games. At Choctaw, there. that was that was confirmed. That was the ballpark in Arlington. That's where the Rangers' uh, okay. home was there for a while. Pretty sweet uh, deal next right to there. yeah in that complex next to Jerry's World in the new uh, Rangers ballpark. That's pretty sweet. They turned that into a football field. Jumping over yeah. into Region Two, Richland. 48, Barbers Hill, 47, another overtime Man. game. Heartbreaker of a ball game. Uh, Especially that, if you're you a know, Barbers Hill fan. And Barbers Hill down here, kind of in our region there in southeast Texas, one of the teams that we really follow. Yeah, right down the road from from us. And uh, a lot of people were following that football game here in Chambers County. And, uh, you know, Barbers Hill was leading that football game uh, by a good margin at halftime. I uh, can't see the box score, but I think it was 30-something 30, 30 to 7 or something like that. It was crazy. Uh, Barbers Hill was in control of that football game. Then Richland comes back uh, to tie it up, and uh, they go down uh, into overtime and lose it by one. Uh, you know, in that, I think that was the football game where uh, – no, nope, I'm thinking of a different one, but uh, just to just to be in control of a football game like that, like you were at halftime, and let a team come back on you like that, uh, and and just it, what a what a horrible feeling that had to be, uh, but a, a an elated feeling for Richland uh, to be able to do something like that. Yeah, they're going to have their hands full this next week, is or this week is uh, Richland's twelve and zero versus Forney eleven and one Friday night at North Rich- Richland Hills, Birdville. F-A-A-C, um, their athletic complex there is where that game is. And then Longview defeated Frisco Ready 52-14, and Lancaster defeated Frisco Westlake, or Westland, excuse me, 35-19. And uh, I believe I said it, Forney defeated Frisco Lone Star uh, 26-24 in a nail-biter. So all three of the Frisco teams are out, and uh, – the semifinals for that region are set. Moving into Region Three, College Park, or excuse me, Cedar Park defeated Angleton twenty-one to three. College Station A&M consolidated thirty-one. Fulcher nineteen. College Station forty-five. Magnolia twenty-one. Smithson Valley twenty. Magnolia West seventeen. And I had it set up. I thought uh, Randy with Randy's rubs was going to get in here. Uh, this week, and he had something pop up, and wasn't going to be able wasn't going to be able to make it. But with he lives over there in Magnolia, and uh, kind of follows uh, their sports a little bit. So I was hoping to have him in here and uh, be able to talk a little bit about that. But he found out Saturday evening that he had his wife had a prior engagement for him tonight, as uh, they didn't have FFA or anything else rolling into thanksgiving week but uh y'all go see our friends over there at randy's rubs randyrubs.com and uh, i promise you it don't suck y'all so your regional semifinals come up like this cedar park nine and three versus college station a&m consolidated nine and three friday at college station's tiger land stadium home game for college station no matter what pretty much there and then college station versus the excuse me College Station 11-1 versus Smithson Valley 11-1, 12-30 Friday at Hutto's Memorial Stadium. So a lot of games that we're going to be keeping an eye on up there as we're up in North Texas uh, calling high school football this next week or this week. 
Moving yep. into Region 4, Victoria West, 56, Harlingen South, 20, Corpus Christi Miller, 49, Edinburgh Villa, 28, and then PSJ North, 42, Victoria East, 7, and Brownsville Veterans Memorial, 17, against Corpus Christi's, Corpus Christi's Veterans Memorial, 7. So their semifinals square up like this. Victoria West, 6-6 six and six versus Corpus Christi Miller, 12-0, 5 p.m. kickoff at Corpus Christi's Buccaneer Stadium. And then PSGA North versus Brownsville Veterans Memorial, uh, Friday at Forest PSJA Stadium there in 5A Division One. Uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to try to wrap up the rest of this, see what we can get done. But uh, we're going to take a quick break here on the 5.9 N Sports Show you're listening to on Texas Podcast Media. Howdy, folks. Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936-672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. And welcome back to the 59N Sports Show. Craig Irwin, Trent Hart. Here in the hot box at Texas Podcast Media, you can find us at texaspodcastmedia.com. Questions, comments, concerns, email us at info at texaspodcastmedia.com. And if you want some swag, I got some shirts in. Trent got his Friday night. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was finally able to get it. We were able to meet up in the same in the same location and uh, got uh, got that uh, five nine in sports uh, swag with a C at the game on it. Yes, sir. We and we I will be sporting mine Friday at the games, so uh, we'll be able to uh, walk around. I sold a couple. Had, had got tagged in a Facebook post of a kid down there in Splendor bought one of our shirts, and uh, I posted it on TikTok and. Uh, Anyway, he's seen it over there, and I I was actually on TikTok wasting time while I was at work, and uh, I seen where he had seen it. He had viewed that video, and and uh, anyway, it was about ten minutes later. His mom sent me a text says, "Hey, Aiden wants one of your shirts." I said, "I got you." So uh, they was able to pick one up, and then uh, over there where we were doing our pregame show there at Bullet Grill House had a couple of shirts get picked up there. So uh, swag starting to get out twenty five dollars for a shirt for us to ship it to you. If, if we're going to meet up, it's $20. So, uh, if you're interested, hit me up, slide into my DMS. They're on five, nine in sports and, uh, or email us at info at Texas podcast media. We'll get you fixed up. Or you could text me nine, three, six, eight, two, seven, one, one, seven, five. So, uh, we'll get you a shirt. We'll get it shipped to you. My wife has that Venmo and all that stuff. I don't do all that mess. I'm not that sophisticated Trent you're just not up with the times yet and that's okay i mean we'll, we'll what, forgive you this time that's what i got you uh, for 
Yeah, well, I mean, it, it sucks to get to be old, right? It does. It does. I mean, this next year I'll be 45. So, jumping into yeah. 5A Division Two, let's talk about this. We're getting yeah, let's, let's we're talking about closer. that. Region One: Frisco Emerson 44, Cantillo zero, Wichita Falls Raider Ryder 49, Lake Dallas 20, Argyle 49, Abilene Wiley 14. And Cooleyville Heritage defeats Abilene Cooper 55-21 that sets their regional semifinals up like this. Frisco Emerson, 10-2 versus Wichita Falls Rider, 10-2. 2 p.m. Friday at Mineral Wells Ram Stadium. And then Argyle, which is 9-2 versus Cooleyville Heritage, who is 11-1, 6 p.m. Friday at Denton's Collins Stadium. And, you know, it's hard to look at these like you got Frisco Emerson and, and Wichita Falls without going back and doing some research, you can't pick who's going to win that game. It makes it very hard, right? No, it does. Especially when you're just looking at their records, right? I mean, you, just by looking at them, ten, they, they're both 10 and two and you're, you're like, okay, well that on looking at the screen or looking at it on paper, like, okay, that's, that might be a pretty even evenly matched game. But like you said, without going back and looking at, maybe some common opponents, right. especially in the preseason or even in during district, you, you know, you really can't tell and then you uh, look who at, might or might not come out. Then you look at Argyle nine and two against, uh, Colleyville, uh, heritage. You, you look at that score there, those records there. And it's like, who has our Argyle played? Where were their two losses? Right. To be right. able to justify that Argyle story program, you know, uh, spent a lot of time there at Jerry's world through the years. So how, how do you, how do you count them out? And then that Cooleyville heritage, I've never heard of them. I'll just be flat honest, but you know, they're 11 and one. So it's like, what direction do you go without going back and doing your research and seeing the common foes out of them guys and what direction, you know, you think that game's going to go. Read well, a lot of these, a lot of these regions that we're not used to. I mean, that's, pretty much what you got to do. You got to go do start digging and doing a little homework to find out who is phase two and, and what, uh, like you said, those where their losses came from and uh, you know, maybe where they're ranked uh, currently as the season ended and, and things of that nature. No, most definitely. And, and that's one of the cool things about what we're going to get our, get ourselves into this week is uh, we yeah. take our, take our road trip, but in region two, there at 5A Division II, Middle Lothian Heritage 21, Marshall 14, which is a really shocker to me. South Oak Cliff 38, Melissa 30, Lovejoy 47, Enos 7, Texarkana, Texas High 17 against Mansfield Summits 14, which is going to set their regional semifinals up as Middle Lothian Heritage 12 and 0, South Oak Cliff, South Oak Cliff. 10 and 2 at Mesquite's Memorial Stadium. And then Lovejoy 11 and 1, Texarkana, Texas High 11 and 1, Friday at Longview's Pirate Stadium. So now we're getting closer. Well, you look at that region and looking at those matchups, you've got, uh, you know, the, the winner of District 5, the winner of District 6, and that's Midlothian and Oak Cliff. And then you got the winner of, of District 7, the winner of District 8, Lovejoy and, uh, uh, what was the other one? Texarkana, Texas High. Texarkana, Texas High. Right. So that you know, you got to expect some some good football there. Yeah, um, and you got to thank taking someone. the records away. 
Yeah, you got to think some low-scoring football games, big defensive battles right here. I mean, these these now you're getting into the games where it's either going to be a seven to three football game or it's going to be a you know like twenty-seven twenty-one type football game. You know what I mean? It's right. going to that's the kind of football games that we're getting to here in the regional semifinals, and it's only going to get tougher as you move on from there. Yep, and even and tougher as we get into Region 3 here. Yeah, Port Natchez Groves defeats Leander Rouse. 51-14 as PNG moves on. Montgomery Lake Creek 78, Crockett 20, Austin Crockett 27, Richmond Randall 47, Belton 21, and then Huntsville defeats Austin LBJ 54-28. So this sets up a huge matchup at C.E. King Stadium right there yeah. on the Beltway. Um Port Natchez Grove, 11-1 versus Montgomery Lake Creek, 12-0. Big football game. A lot of hype around that Montgomery Lake Creek football team. 4 p.m. Friday at Sheldon ISD Panther Stadium right there on Beltway 8 and Highway 90. You cannot miss it. Richmond Randall, 11-1 versus Huntsville, 7-5. 1 p.m. at Shenandoah's Wood Forest Stadium. So there's an opportunity Friday if you didn't make it to NRG. Right, you're yep. you're still a little sluggish, and you woke up late. You could ride over there to Wood Forest Bank Stadium there in Shenandoah, catch that game at one. When it's over, you can jump in the truck, do one or two things. You can run right over there to uh, Planet Ford, Reed, I believe. Planet, well, Randall Reed and Planet Ford, Ford. Planet Ford that's, there that's in Spring, one. or go over there to Sheldon C I S D Panther Stadium. That PNG game, we've talked about them on this podcast. We've talked about PNG, but that's one of them games that it, that's a must team and must see team in the state of Texas. Not for it the really football, is. but for the pregame, the halftime, you've got to go watch that stuff. It, oh yeah, they're rocking and they're rolling in them stands and the the, uh, the the student body, the the you know the parents, the the relatives, the extended fan base. Uh, is just really something to to be a part of, and um, there's there really is no bigger game in Southeast Texas. Uh, you know, you know, you got some of those games that are being played in San Antonio and some in DFW and whatever. But uh, if 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 I was going to be here and we weren't calling a game, that's the one I'd probably go and take the time and go see. Definitely one that if you're new to Texas, you need to go experience it. I'm kind of tied between a lot of games that I want to go to, right? And uh, on Friday night, on Friday period. But that if I didn't, if some of my other teams that I follow wasn't going to be playing, that that's yeah. where I would go. You know what I mean? So moving into Region Four, San Antonio Piper thirty-eight, Mission Veterans Memorial six, Alamo Heights defeated. Gregory Portland, 49-14. Corpus Christi Flower Buff, 52. San Antonio Veterans Memorial, 45. And Liberty Hill, are they going to make it to the big show? 62 over Mission. Sherryland Pioneers, 35. So you got San Antonio Piper, 11-1. Alamo Heights, 12-0. 7 p.m. Saturday, San Antonio's Alamo Dome. And then Corpus Christi Flower Buff, 10 and 2 versus Liberty Hills, 8 and 4, 7 p.m. kickoff Friday at San Antonio Hero Stadium. So kind of cool they got them games kind of staggered, right? Because yeah. 
uh, coaches will be able to go and watch and scout and recruit um, each one of those games, right? Friday night they can go and then turn around and go back Saturday. Uh, you know, Liberty Hill can go watch that San Antonio Piper Alamo Heights game. That would be that'd be pretty cool. I got a buddy of mine. His wife's a teacher over there at Liberty Hill, so um, I try to talk football with her. She's not a football talker, though. So, <laughs> but Liberty Hill's one of those teams that still runs the slot T. Yeah, well. and they do it really well. Yes, much like what we've seen this last week against, uh, yeah. you know, with Franklin in that game that we did, uh, the Franklin Shepherd game. But jumping down into 4A Division One, times and locations, uh, games. In Region One, you had Springtown defeated El Paso Riverside 61 21. Canyon Randall fell to Brownwood 37-10. Lubbock, what is that? How do you say that? Estacado. Estacado, 42 over Canyon, 21. And then Decatur defeats Andrews, 56-14. So that sets you Here up. we are. Yeah. Uh, we're. This is a game that Trent and I are going to be at. We're going to be doing on the NFHS yep. Network and uh, going to get to get back in the booth together after – Last year, we did a couple – was able to do, what, three games last year together? Uh, two or three, two. Uh, if I remember right. And now we're we're around the same playoff time as we were last year when we did the uh, Newton-Harmony game, who who is also playing this week. We're going to get down to that here after a while. But, uh, no, we'll be in Crowley ISD Multipurpose Stadium, brand-new stadium down there – or up there, excuse me. Yes. Uh, to, to witness uh, and call the Springtown – porcupines take on the Brownwood Lions. And, uh, you know, an interesting story is, uh, you know, I, I grew up in Brown County. Uh, I was 10, 10 miles down the road from Brownwood. Grew up hearing about Brownwood Lion football. I'm going to be there visiting family for the Thanksgiving holiday. And uh, this was one of the groupings that I had on uh, the spreadsheet when I was requesting football games. Didn't fully expect that we would get these football games, but it turned out that we are and uh you know a two and a half hour drive for me and it's what a little over three hours for you and it just so happened that everything worked out right and we're going to be able to cover uh not one game but two games and as we get down into the lower uh we're going to have good, here we're going to have a good warm-up getting into this brownwood game right we got a we got a 2a division one game that we're going to call first that's at 3 p.m and then from there you know, we'll hang out, catch our breath, eat some probably Chick-fil-A that's going to be in the press box and uh, right, and, and then get ready for the Springtown-Brownwood game, you know, at 7 p.m. kickoff there at Crowley ISD Stadium. So, well, uh, it's going to be interesting, going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be fun getting back in the booth with you, calling for the NFHS network. I have a feeling, Trent, it's not going to be long, and uh, they're going to be asking you and I to do the uh, TV broadcast for the state championship games. Man, I, you can only wish at this point. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the after after uh, Friday night that we'll we'll be get asked to do some of that stuff. But uh, who knows what what the future may hold for for uh, for like Sports Live and uh, Five Nine In Sports uh, as we get uh, further and further through this season and on into next year. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. A lot of stuff to uh, come about. So you have spring, as we mentioned, Springtown nine and three, Brownwood eleven and one, Friday night. Fort Worth Crowley ISD Stadium, and then you got Lubbock ten and two against Decatur eight and four, 
1 p.m. Friday at Abilene Shotwell Stadium. So they're out of Region 1. Jumping down into Region 2, Stephenville still rolling. 20-10 was the final against Dallas Carter. Stephenville wins that one. Salina defeats Alvarado 55-14. Frisco Panther Creek 49, Waco La Vega 21. And then Anna defeats China Springs 45-21. And here's the deal is I've been looking at all of this, and, and, and I follow that region more the, the district, Stephenville, China Springs, because that's a big rival, big matchup game, Stephenville and China Springs is. China Springs yes, was is. in the top 10 for a long time this year and last year. But for Anna to come out and beat China Springs 45-21, that's pretty interesting you know, to look well, at. We talked about, we, we talked about Anna kind of early on in the season, right? I think they, that, that team came up, uh, early on in a, in a, uh, knockdown drag out game and, uh, over there in their district, but, uh, no, to knock off China spring and, in advance, uh, going to be facing Panther Creek. Uh, and you know, you got Stephenville, like you said, that still in there. I mean, Brownwood, uh, only loss on the season came to the Stephenville yellow jackets, I think around week eight, and then you got Salina, who seems to always be in the mix. Yep, uh, over there in Region Two, uh, you know the the Bobcats they they've got a really good program over there. Going to be a good matchup over at Mansfield Newsom Stadium uh, Friday night, seven p.m. kickoff. At Stephenville's going to be playing Salina there, and then Frisco Panther Creek eleven and one versus Anna eleven and one. This is going to be the game to watch out of there as both teams are sitting eleven and one. Frisco's Ford Center, 7.30 kickoff Friday night. So uh, if you wanted to go to Frisco and watch them and listen to us on the NFHS network, that would be worth doing. I can promise you that. Uh, out of yeah. Region three, Region 3, Kilgore defeats Bay City 37-28. Needville defeats Lumberton 52-28. And I'm just going to throw this out there because Toby commented. He called that game early on. Yeah, he did. He he called he that game last week in the podcast. That was one of the things that he I remember him saying, and he sent me a text message uh, Saturday morning. He sent me a bunch of text messages Saturday morning. But uh, he did call that one, so that's going to be interesting. Well, I, can't, I can't remember if, uh, if you and I were both on that Lumberton train. I know that he called that Needville. For sure, he uh, called, I know I was. I was on. I was like, "Hey, Lumberton." I, I guess maybe that sentimental part of me was like, "Yeah, Lumberton's going to pull that one out." I don't. I can't remember what what my feelings were on that. Well, i I haven't gotten on that Lumberton train this year like I was last year. You know, right. um, I really hadn't because I was too busy on the Hampshire Finette train, and uh, we'll talk about <laughs> that one here in a little bit. But. Uh, Toby did call it. He said Neville was going to beat Lumberton, and that's exactly what happened. 52-28, so we're going to give TT the props. Tyler Chapel Hill, another team that he's talked about that said, oh, they may may have not won district, but they're going to roll in the playoffs. They defeated El Campo 54-18, and then Iowa Colony defeated Lindell 45-22, which sets it up with a big game at Randall Reed Stadium Friday night, Friday afternoon at two thirty. Kilgore versus Needville. Kilgore eleven yeah. and one. Needville ten and two. I've seen Kilgore. I did a game uh, in the by district round of the playoffs uh, for one hundred two point three. The Eagle. 
uh, did the Kilgore Livingston line game. And there's, here's the thing about Kilgore. There's not just that one standout super athlete. They just play as one team. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like they get out there. They're very disciplined. They execute that little pro style shotgun offense that they run and, and they, they execute. That's all there is to it. They don't do anything special, anything out of the ordinary. We're going to run the ball left. We're going to run the ball right. And then we're going to throw it a little bit. Once you, once we get you stacked in the box, we're going to spread you back out. And, and that's what they do. And they execute it very disciplined, uh, very few penalties in that football game from Kilgore. So uh, it's going to be a fun one to watch, uh, keep an eye on in, in a scoreboard watch. 2.30 Friday at Randall Reed Stadium. <laughs> Another thing somebody got keyed up on was, you know, here at Dave Campbell's and stuff, that's New Caney ISD down there. Uh, we're Porter, New Caney, and then uh, West Fork now, yeah. high school. But they have it listed at Porter's Randall Reed Stadium. So there was a lady on the 590 Sports page said, uh, Porter's Randall Reed Stadium. And I said, it's all the same. She goes, no, it's not. I said, same school district, same money. It doesn't matter. They're all the same. <laughs> she never commented back. <laughs> but I, I kind of got thrown off about it on it whenever I saw it on the on the website uh, because I think on the spreadsheet I had, you know, I put New Caney right in the in the in the column there. That's probably why you didn't get it. There's not a game in New Caney. It might have. It might have been. <laughs> Very well, my VO Ashley. She uh, she said, "No, Trent, I'm a technical person." But another good game Friday night: Tyler Chapel Hill versus Iowa, Iowa Colony. Chapel Hill ten and two, Iowa Colony twelve and zero. Friday seven p.m. at Shenandoah's Wood Forest Stadium. So uh, that will be a good one to go keep an eye on there in Region Three. The dropping down Region Four, San Antonio Davenport sixty three, Beville Jones twenty three, uh, Lavernia forty two, Bernie thirty one, uh, Port Lavaca Calhoun forty two, Burnett fourteen, and Alice forty nine. Land passes thirty five. So that sets up San Antonio Davenport and Lavernia Friday at the Alamo Dome seven p.m. kickoff, and then Port Lavaca Calhoun versus Alice. That's going to be a 7 p.m. kickoff Friday night against at Seguin's Matador Stadium. That's one we need to go check out. Yeah, I was I was actually looking at that game when I was looking at areas and uh, looking at where that uh, Matador Stadium is. It's just a it's just a tough name. It, it is. I mean, you got Matador. That's that's got yeah. It's like we got to go there, you know, and, and that goes in with our with our talk that we've, you know, with throughout this season, talking about football stadiums and yeah. stuff that just kind of rolls with it. Um, you know, and some more games for a division two, um, jump into this is, uh, try to keep this manageable this week as we went right at two hours last week, but, uh, Monahan's 56 Sweetwater, 13 Canyon West Plains defeats Graham 35, 17 Seminole, Defeats Wichita Falls, uh, Hirsch, Hershey, excuse me, Hershey, thirty-seven, thirty-six in a nail biter, and then Glenn Rose throws seventy up against Perryton, seventy to thirteen was the final. There sets up Monahan's twelve and zero, Canyon West Plains eleven and one. Friday at Lubbock's Pirate Stadium, and then Seminole versus Glenn Rose. Glenn Rose eight and four, 
2.30 p.m. at Abilene's Wildcat Stadium. So if you're up there in the Panhandle direction, Abilene, there's several games going on up in that area for you to go check out. And yeah, there's then, a few. You know, we've been so fixated on Region 3, especially in this uh, 4A Division 2, that we haven't really looked at Region 1. And we haven't. that 70 points that Glen Rose put up kind of catches your eye. No, it really does. And and there was another game that we didn't even talk about uh, back there was um, – Lake Creek, the amount of points that they put up. Yeah. You know, that this last week. And and what brought it back up to me was I was going through uh the text messages that that uh that uh Toby had sent me and that was one of that was the first one, Montgomery Lake Creek seventy eight, Austin Crockett twenty seven, you know. So yeah. you go back and you look at that and it's like, golly, and that's four A. You know, you would think right. you were talking six man, and we talked about some six man numbers you and I did the other day. Yeah, yeah. There's and there's there's still so it's it's amazing to me that there's still those kind of points being put up um, in, in the four and five A divisions. Uh, it's just, uh, but no, when you see when you see a seventy bomb, you know, thrown out there on the scoreboard, it always catches your attention. No, it does. Dropping over into Region T, Region Two. Aubrey defeated Van 35-14. Gilmer over Sunnyvale 41-38 in a, in a close one. Texarkana Pleasant Grove throws 63 up against Cato Mills 10. And then Carthage doing their deal 49 yep. against Van Austin 7. Yep, Van Austin. Yep. So that's going to set up Aubrey and Gilmer. Both teams nine and three at Commerce Memorial Stadium, and then Texarkana Pleasant Grove twelve and zero against Carthage twelve and zero Friday at Longview's Pirate Stadium. So a couple good games up there in Longview uh, Friday night. One at two, which is this Carthage game. And if you want to go see a really good football team, Carthage is that one you want to go watch. Looks like we're going to look at a regional final game between Gilmer and Carthage next weekend. That's what it looks like. In my opinion, but it's cool looking at Aubrey and Gilmer. Both of them have the same record, but Gilmer, we know about that program. Dropping over into Region yeah. Three, Silsby defeats Gatesville thirty-five ten. Belleville shuts out Madisonville sixty-seven to zero. Remember, somebody was real high on Madisonville. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Uh, I'm not going to mention Toby's name because I would never he, throw he's him. He's right under the about. Bus. He's he's about fifty-fifty. He's about we'll give, he's about thirty seventy. I was being generous. I'm being I'm a, look. You know me, Trent, and I get myself in trouble because I'm a realist. And if he's not here to defend himself, we're going to go ahead and blow the horns <laughs> and run him smack over with that bus and put him under it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's he was he was high on that on that Madisonville team and and Belleville. He's been high on Belleville, destroys them. but he's been high on Belleville as well. He he thinks Belleville's going to win it all. Really, I didn't. I don't remember him saying that, but uh, he hasn't the, the said, matchup. He hasn't said it on air. He hasn't put it on record, but he has told me that he thinks Belleville's going to win it all. Uh, okay, Belleville, and and that go. Let's finish these scores and we'll talk a little bit more. Jasper sure. defeats Waco Connolly 50 to 7, and then Cuero defeated Hampshire Fanette 44 33. Game you listened to on the way home for a little while yeah. before I called you and interrupted yeah. you. Yeah, the, the wheels kind of came off for, for Hampshire Fanette there at the end. 
Uh, it was a back and forth game. You know, Quero kind of steadily kept the lead there throughout the ball game, but Hampshire Finette had some opportunities. And there at the end of the football game, uh, Hampshire Finette had, I think, three kids tossed out of the football game because the, the uh, emotions and the, uh, you know, just the frustrations were just beginning to boil over for them. And um, it was unfortunate because, I mean, when you're, when you're within arm's reach, even in the fourth quarter, uh, you know, you've got to keep your composure and try to try to make a football game, uh, you know, better than what it was. But t- we knew that the Hampshire Finette Longhorns and the Quero Gobblers were going to put up a heck of a football game, and they did um, a rematch from last year uh, around Thanksgiving time. Uh, but uh, Quero, just the, the better team, came out on top 44-33. to and not taking anything away from them, and, and it's no, not a, hate, not at all. I hate to hear that about Hampshire Finette and, and the kids kind of losing their cooth, if you will, uh, on the football field because that was one of the things that I really admired about that Hampshire Finette football team uh, over yes. over the last season of watching, being able to watch them, is how disciplined of a program that they are, and you know, getting to the area around and and losing to a really good Quero football team. It's nothing to hang your head about. And, and it's a Quero team that's probably going to defeat Jasper this week. Jasper 8-4, and four, Quero 12-0. and 0. Uh, Friday night, three, Friday afternoon, 3 p.m. at Iowa Colony's Freedom Field. And uh, that game right there, that stadium right there off of 288 as you're headed south, uh, south of Pearland there. But the big game out of this region is the Silsby belleville game, both teams undefeated. And, and I have not seen Belleville. This game's 7.30 kickoff Friday at Spring Planet Ford Stadium. So earlier, if you remember me telling you all about the right. 1 o'clock game at, at Shenandoah, you could leave there, go catch the 4 o'clock game, watch the first three quarters of that, and then leave and go watch a really good football game here at Silsby and Belleville. I think Belleville's going to pull this one out. I'm not going to go away away from Toby on this, but the reason why I say that is I've seen Silsby, and uh, Silsby's a good football team, a very well-rounded football team, but I just – Jasper gave them everything they wanted plus some and right. took that game to overtime. I feel like this is going to be the end of the road for Silsby, and, you know, Toby may be right. This may be – I think Belleville wins this. They're going to roll. I really do. If they, I, I tend to agree. If they do beat Silsby, I, I, I agree that they're probably going to uh, coast right into the final uh, championship game there in Jerry's world. But at the same time, I mean, you know, the, the Quero team's very good. Um, you, you mentioned that uh, Jasper gave Silsby every bit that they could handle, plus some. Uh, Jasper's a scrappy team. We've seen them play very, very close games, uh, especially in the district leading up into the playoffs. Um you know, at one time Jasper was ranked in the top ten. Uh, I think that they're going to play Quero tighter than most people think. Um, I still think that Quero is going to come out on top of that, and we're probably going to see a Quero Belleville game. Uh, if I wanted to go with my, you know, my my heart as far as our region is concerned, I hope to see Silsby pull out that game against Belleville. Uh, but I guess we'll find out on Friday. Yeah, we'll find out. It's definitely a game that uh, we'll be paying attention to and uh, Friday night as as we're going to be at Crowley Stadium doing that game, the Brownwood game. So uh, definitely one that we're going to probably have brought up on my phone while we're doing the game. That way we can see the updates. Uh, oh, yeah. 
as they happen to stay on top of that one. Dropping down into Region 4, a team that uh, it just seems like I can't ever get away from, is uh doesn't matter if they're in 3A Division 1 or they're up at 4A Division 2. Wimberley, 49 over Orange Grove, 7. Ingleside, 66. Bandera, 33. Sinton, 45. Lego Vista, 35. And then Geronimo Navarro, 29, versus Port Isabel's 13. So that sets up out of Region 4. Wimberley versus Ingleside. Wimberley undefeated. Ingleside, 11-1. Friday at San Antonio's Hero Stadium. Another game that you could go to over in San Antonio. And then Sitton, 9-2, versus Geronimo Navarro, 9-3. Uh, Friday at Jordathon's Indian Stadium. So, uh, I haven't even heard of that stadium. I haven't either. And, and through my years of doing high school football and staying on top of it, I've, I've never remember seeing that game, that stadium pop up as a playoff stadium, but I bet you they got turf in the last year. And that's why that stadium is getting used now for a playoff game. So, yeah. I'm kind of I'm at Jordanton Indian Stadium. I'm pulling it up on my on Google and just kind of taking a look at it. And yeah, they they do uh, have to. It looks like that they've gotten a recent update or even maybe a new stadium over there. So it's uh, yeah, uh, looks looks pretty nice over there. Sweet. Dropping into our wheelhouse, three A Division One, Region One. Paradise defeats Dalhart sixty one fourteen. Bushland. Throws up 60 over Whitesboro. It's 19. Clyde slims by Shallow Water. It's 26-21. And then Brock doing what they do. Throws 76 oh, up over Mule Shoes, 13. I mean, you've got to expect that. I mean, I, we, I've we i watched Brock over the last few years. or just not watched him, you know, game-wise, but I've just scoreboard watched him and, and seen him go through – uh, to multiple final games over the last few years. And, uh, you know, you've got to think that they're going to walk right into that final game as well. No, you would think so. Uh, but there's some folks out of Region 2 that's going to think otherwise as uh, you look at this. Let's talk about the the regional semifinal games. Uh, Paradise 11-1, Bushland 11-1, Friday 6 p.m. at Vernon's Lions Stadium. And then Clyde eleven and one versus Brock nine and three, uh, one p.m. Friday at Graham's Newton Field. So uh, those two games uh, going on Friday, one at one, the other one at six. Dropping down into Region Two, Winsboro seventy three bomb jumps up seventy three, defeating Teague twenty eight seventy three was the final there. And then Whitney still making their. Uh, playoff run they defeat tatum 50 to 14 grandview defeats pottsboro 56 42 malakoff 66 mount vernon 21 as uh we talk about region two so you, now you have a winsboro 11 and 0 versus whitney 11 and 1 friday at kaufman's norville field that should have been a game we should have picked up joe grimes would have been happy oh he would have been ecstatic he would have uh, been he might have even been up there in the booth with us. He, I guarantee we could have got him up there. We could have I thrown a so. headset on him, and, and he would have been all about it. Grandview versus Malakoff. Grandview 11-1, Malakoff 12-0, 2 p.m. Friday at Mesquite's Handby Stadium. Region 3, 
District 9. There we go. Got swept off the board. Yeah. I mean, uh, District uh, <laughs> District uh, 10 was wiped off the board in the in a di- by district round, and then District 9 gets swept out of it in the area round. No, they do, and, and uh, rightfully so against yes. four really good – three really good football teams, like really good football teams, and then the fourth is a good football team as well. As Little River Academy defeated Die Ball, 39-28 was the final there. Lorena defeated Palestine Westwood 55-24. Columbus defeated Woodville 24-7. And, and really, I was shocked that Woodville didn't put up a better fight than what they did um, against Columbus. But if you remember correctly, I've been pretty high on Columbus this year. Well, you and a lot of other people, right? Um especially once Franklin dropped that game to Lorena and Columbus came out in front as the clear favorite in our region. Um, you know, it, it was easy to gravitate toward the Cardinals and what they're being able to do, but uh, setting up a, a great matchup. But uh, going back to the football game that you and I were at, uh, you know, just a funny story. We were at Willis, uh, you know, this past Friday at Yates Stadium covering the Shepherd Pirates and the Franklin Lions. And um, unfortunately for, for you, uh, as you walked into the press box, as I told the uh, facility guy there that, uh, hey, the, put uh, Craig Wer- Irwin up on the roof, and it turns out that's exactly where you were at. Dude, I, I'm telling you, I was not happy. <laughs> no, you weren't happy You, you know I wasn't happy and uh, was not happy about having to go to the roof. What was more is there was no preparation, right? There was no, hey, look, we appreciate y'all coming, but, you know, they knew we were coming ahead of time. They could have told us, hey, y'all are going to yeah. have to go to the roof, and we, I could have prepared better, right? But I get up there. There's no table. There's no chairs. There's no nothing. You know, it's like. Well, you, you had a you had a canopy up there. I did have a canopy to block the sun. You're right. But <laughs> which, which ended up because I, I think they were they were even scared of, of there being weather, but uh the wind picked up a little bit, but there was no weather to be to be found. Our broadcast and, on one oh two point three the Eagle, you could definitely hear the wind. I can promise oh, you. Oh yeah. Like you I'm could sure hear you the can. wind you could hear the wind more than you could the crowd. Um it was a good game though. It was fun to watch Franklin. And, oh, it always uh, is. Not, they didn't have one or two of those dominant backs. They had. It's like they just kept rolling the horses out, right? And well, and and I got into a conversation with a guy on our sports page on the five nine in sports page, um, back and forth talking about Franklin and and uh, it actually wasn't on the five nine in sports page. It was actually on a Dave Campbell's post, and uh, mm-hmm. I was I was looking at it as 599 sports anyway. So I commented on there and uh, the guy commented back, what about the, what about them horses? You know, and, and they're impressive. And, and this is what I told him. I said, look, I said, this Shepard Franklin game is not even really a factor, you know, for Franklin, in my opinion, it, it really wasn't. And, and I'm, and I love the Shepherd pirates. I love the coaching staff over there. Uh, no couple of them personally, and I've known them for a long time. But that wasn't a game Shepard was supposed to win. And Shepard was able to put 16 points up in the fourth quarter, which is great for them. Right. They, Franklin still had some of the ones out there. Uh, a few. And, 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 you know, 
the more impressive aspect of it in my book was that Preston Stevens kid, he needed a yes. hundred yards to get to a thousand on the season. And he just showed out, he ended up rushing for 256 yards on the it game. It was something uh, along those lines. And I mean, he, even like, up until the fourth quarter, he had over a hundred yards rushing and, uh, just wasn't able to, you know, Shepard just wasn't able to they take advantage a- when they got into the red zone. And, uh, you know, he, you could tell that he was trying to carry that team on his back and, uh, was giving it his all on every single play. 258 yards on 26 carries, courtesy of your broadcast partner, Alex, his stats. Yeah. But he, they just weren't fast enough to get on the edge. And if you go back and you look at that game and you was to watch the film on it and you watch Preston Stevens, his yards came from the interior. Yes. they come, every, all, every bit of it did. I mean, Shepard had more success running on the left and right hip of their center or over the top of the guard than they did, you know, trying to get around their defensive ends or trying to uh, run a sweep here and there. The Franklin lines just were not having it on the edges at all. They weren't. They were too fast, too lateral, able to get down the field. Uh, And, you know, and we talked about that uh, Landon Dellinger, the quarterback for Shepard, and he was questionable going into that game as he had his ankle rolled up on. Had a good performance, though. I, I was I yeah. was pleased to see him out there. I mean, you could tell he wasn't a hundred percent. I could after watching him play, uh, like I have in two prior games. Uh, but they stuck to their credit. The Shepherd coaches they stuck to their game plan. They didn't find themselves down at the half and and make any drastic changes. They went out there and did what they were supposed to do. And and you credit their defense. They got out there. They got beat. Here's the other side to that. Franklin beat Shepard getting out on the edge. That's how they beat them. They had more speed yeah, they was did. able to get out get out they on did. the edge. They wasn't beating Shepard on that interior run. Not as much. Um, they were more going on the outside of their guards uh, as where they were seeing success. But at the same time, when you've got, you know, three very stout running backs that are premier running backs, and then on top of that, you add on uh, – another five running backs that are, that are pretty decent athletes with, you know, also, yes. uh, I think, I think Alex had eight different running backs whenever he was doing his rushing sheet for Franklin. That's crazy. Which is insane. Let's talk about these semifinals coming up. Little river Academy yep. versus Franklin, little river, 10 and two Franklin, 11 and one. Their only loss was to Lorena. That's going to be at Tomball ISD stadium Friday at 7 PM. Here's the big game that I'm really curious with. Lorena oh, yeah. 10 and 2 versus Columbus 12 and 0, 7 p.m. Friday night at Hutto's Memorial Stadium. So uh it's a shame we couldn't go to Hutto and call football this week. It really is. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I, it's so hard to call these two games. Um I feel like Franklin's going to take care of Little River Academy. Uh and I feel like Columbus is going to beat Lorena. I just have that gut feeling. Well, even though how good Lorena really is. I called it. I said it. I, I said that I felt like that Franklin was going to beat Shepard. Columbus would beat Lorena. And and that I think Columbus will end up beating Franklin this week. I, I really feel that way. Uh, I think Columbus has some really good game film to look at against the Franklin-Lorena game. What did Lorena do to defeat Franklin? And that's what I'm really curious about. So – 
And, and here's the deal. No. Franklin didn't beat Shepard just by running the ball. They threw the ball as well. So, right, and it just surprised us all, right? We didn't yeah. even touch on that. Yeah, so I, I don't know what they had total passing, and, and they had a touchdown in the air, but had some big yards. And, but if you go back and you look at that and, you, and you're playing a, a more quality football team, a little bit more season secondary, because Shepard, I mean, them. I don't know if you paid attention on their roster, the amount of sophomores, freshmen and sophomores that were starting for Shepard uh, yes. Friday night. There, there, there was an abundance of them, right? And, and they had some kids getting beat in the secondary, and it was just missing their route, not picking up on a cue, you know. And, and it was just mistakes that were made, and and ultimately those mistakes cost them, and uh, to get some big, some big Franklin be able to get some big yardage out of that slot T offense throwing the ball. So yeah, and I mean they uh, when you're not when you're expecting a team to run, you know, fifty times. And then all of a sudden they come out, uh, do a bootleg, and you've got a wide receiver or a tight end wide open on the on the near sideline, and they weren't expecting it. They was just wide open. The, the passes that Franklin threw, I mean, their their intended receivers, there's nobody around them. Nobody around whatsoever. Let's move into Region Three real quick, as we're getting kind of pressed on some time. We'll have to take a break here yep. after we get done with this one. But in Region Four, Vanderbilt Industrial defeated uh, Universal Randolph City Randolph thirty-eight six. Edna defeats Jorda Jordathon forty-six to six. Goliad over Hondo forty-one twenty-one, and Blanco defeats London. 55-24, setting up that semifinals as Vanderbilt Industrial 8-3 and versus Edna 9-2 Friday at Bay City's Memorial Stadium. And then Goliad 10-2 versus Blancos 10-2. 1 p.m. kickoff at Seguin's Matador Stadium. So that's a wrap from 4A down to 3A. 5A Division oh, 2A left. Yeah, we got, we got 2A left. Might as well just stay and do it. What the heck? Yeah, I mean, we'll wrap it up. Yeah, we'll get done with it. So, uh, jumping down into 2A. Let me get on the right screen. 2A, uh, 2A Division 2, and I'm not on the right screen here. No, we're going to go 2A yeah. Division 1, then we'll drop down to 2A Division 2. Oh, that's right, that's right. So, we'll go to 2A, 2A Division, Division 1. 1. Yes. So, out of Region 1, you had Stratford and Stamford. 22-7, to 7, Stratford gets that win. New Deal. Defeat Cisco 52-21. Sonora 42, Farwell 14, and Holly 59, Panhandle 16. So the regional semifinals look like Stratford, New Deal. Stratford 12-0, New Deal 9-3. Friday at Alamo's Bivens Stadium. And Sonora versus Holly. No update on where that game is going to be played at. As Let me of click yet. on this one and see if it has, and it doesn't. Uh, maybe it's San Angelo there at at the uh, San Angelo University. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Ram Stadium, I think that's what that is. Region two, Toller defeats Cayuga sixty to zero. Italy over Delion fifty five nineteen. Tioga sixty four. Valley Mills fourteen and Marlin. Defeats Coleman, thirty to twenty-eight. So you got Toller in Italy. Toller eleven and one versus Italy, seven and five. Friday at Waxahachie's Lumpkin Stadium, and then you got Tioga 
nine and three versus Marlin, ten and two. Not a dog in this fight, but we're going to talk about them all night. One p.m. kickoff. Thought you said that game was at three. It showed it at three on my schedule. Now it's showing 1 p.m. on this sheet. Need to confirm that because uh, that changes our travel plans a little bit. It changes them a lot. So that game Friday. A, a whole lot. Well, I mean, could you think about it? One, two, three, four. And then that I need to change you. my graphic. Yes. Now that I'm now now that I'm thinking about it. I think you need to send a message to someone and find out what's going on. But that game's at Fort Worth Crowley's ISD Stadium Friday. Uh, according to this 1 p.m., uh, the information we got was 3 p.m., and you may have just looked at it wrong and seen. I might have. I might have looked at that game up above it yeah, and that, saw 3 p.m. That's what I'm thinking, that you probably did. But uh, 1 p.m. kickoff, which is kind of crazy because the, the – next game isn't the, until 7. Yeah, so that kind of gives us some downtime, right? And yeah, we can kind of kind of mess around. Maybe catch a game in between for all we know. Yeah, who knows? We'll have to pull the Google map out. But jumping over into Region 3, Cooper defeats Shelbyville 69-28. Garrison over Beckville 42-28. Tempson continuing to roll 58-20 to over Wolf City. And then Honey Grove defeats Centerville 40-36. to So Cooper and Garrison going to square off Friday night at Tyler Rose Stadium. 130 kickoff, both teams 11 and 1, and then Timpson 12 and 0 versus Honeygrove 10 and 2, 1 p.m. Friday at Athens Bruce Field. I have done a game there at Bruce Field before. Dropping down into Region 4, Holland 28, Shiner 14, Grenado defeats Mason 37 12, Refurio defeats Johnson City 77 28, and Weimer defeats La Villa 28 to 6. Holland and Grenado will square off Friday at Brenham's Cubs Stadium, and Refurio will play Weimer Friday at San Antonio's Fair Stadium there in 2A Division One. So, yeah, you need to do some checking because yeah, because it's showing it's showing on NFHS Network. It's showing at three o'clock, and then if I go on uh, some of these uh, schools' Twitter feeds. It is one o'clock, so I've got to got to dig some on that and confirm uh, when that. Uh, yeah, when that's well, gonna... they're showing. I think it is going to be one o'clock, um, but uh, I'll confirm that and get back with the uh, get back to it tomorrow. So I have to change my graphic and all that good stuff. Yeah, most definitely. We got to make sure we're there on time, right? <laughs> yeah. So Groover out of two A Division two, Groover defeats Rawls forty nine to six. Clarendon defeats Seagraves 56-14. Wellington over shuts Morton out 70-0. And then Sunny Ray puts up 28 over New Home 7. So you got Groover and uh, Clarendon 2 p.m. Friday at Broger's Bulldog Stadium. And then Wellington versus Sunny Ray Friday at Kenyon's Happy State Bank Stadium. Then in Region 2, you have, uh, what is that, Munster and Wink. Munster wins that one 42-14. Albany defeats uh, Celeste uh, 56-0. Roscoe defeats Winthurst 50-22. Collinsville defeats Miles 69-21 there in Region 2. So that's going to put up Munster and Albany. 
a 1 p.m. kickoff at Weatherford's Kangaroo Stadium. And then Roscoe, 10-2 versus Collinville, 11-1 Friday at Springtown's Porcupine Stadium. They're uh, out of Region 2. That sets up your, the Region 2 semifinals. Region 3, Deweyville defeats Sims Bowie, 28-8. to Mart all over Overton, 66-20. Tenahaw defeats Dawson, 22-14. And Lovelady doing their deal over Hicko, 42-7 was the final yeah game. that's uh that Tenaha and love lady game uh you know that was one that we were we were looking at also one a game that you wanted to go see yes yes it is i wanted to go back to henderson and see that stadium and i was going to take the wife with me up there to that game and uh go check out henderson you know old town henderson do a little antique shopping and such and then uh go from there to uh the football game and and just kind of see where the day takes us after the game uh, as night falls, maybe go see some Christmas lights and all that good stuff. Cause my wife and my three year old absolutely love their Christmas lights. So, oh yeah. Tenahaw versus Love Lady, 2 p.m. Friday at Henderson's Lion Stadium. Great stadium to go to. Deweyville versus Mart, right up the road from the house. Uh, in at Huntsville's Hornet Field, the new stadium there in Huntsville. I think this is the first playoff game getting played there at that stadium as it might uh, be. I don't remember seeing it anywhere else, uh, posted, uh, moving down into region four, uh, Breedmond 55, Sabinall 13, fall city 55, rock Springs 22, Granger over Brackettville 27 to zero and Chilton 68. I don't even know how to say that last one. They lost. I'll uh, go do check. Go with it. So you got Breedman and fall city, both teams, nine and three, Friday at Cedar Park's Gumpton Stadium, and then Granger and Chilton. Granger ten and two, Chilton eleven and one. Seven p.m. Friday at Belton's Tiger Stadium. So, uh, a lot of good games. I, I mean, I can't think of where a bad game is in the regional semifinals. Not really. Um, you know, you're you're eliminating a lot of the teams that uh, uh, might have been, you know, third and fourth in the district and. Uh, you're getting down to the ones that are runner-ups and the the first place teams, and uh, gonna have a lot of good games in the regional semifinals. Uh, even better as we get into the regional finals uh, and closer and closer to uh, you know Jerry's world. And um, you know it's it's gonna be a fun week. Uh, we're gonna have plenty to talk about on on next Monday's podcast too. Hopefully, won't go as long as these last two. We're just shortening it up by thirty minutes at a time. No, we're we're doing what we can, but we're putting out as much as we can, right? As we right. progress on through here and uh, and and talk Texas high school football, as uh, you know, it's just going to be. It's not going to be long. We're going to start talking basketball as well, as basketball is officially underway now here in Texas. Is uh, all these teams that are not in the playoff season. Some of them that are, uh, you know, they, they've, they've already started shooting hoops and, and getting geared up. And I know Toby's pretty excited about basketball. I've ta- I talked to Robert Howell last night or Friday night as we was getting set to do the game. He's fired up about high school basketball and, um, uh, he is a basketball guru down here in Southeast Texas. And, uh, kind of pledged to him about coming and getting in on this podcast, talking some basketball stuff. So, yeah, it'd be good. Be be really good if we can get him in here and uh, visit with him a little while and uh, talk 
basketball with Robert Howe. So uh, be a lot of fun. So uh, lots of good stuff to cover. Follow us on Analytics Sports Live. Follow us at 590 Sports. They're on Facebook. And uh, give us a like. Give us a share over there because we will definitely um, be doing some Facebook living uh, this weekend while we're out here at these games and doing what we're doing, just kind of get some input and kind of let y'all see what we're seeing, right. As uh, we're out here at these football games, Trent and I being, being there together. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm I'm looking forward to the road trip, going to seeing something a little bit different, not Southeast Texas and uh, you know, spread my wings, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a good change of pace for, for both of us. And um, you know, we're, uh, we just keep it going as far as uh, trying to get these games in and, uh, you know, bring as much content as we can uh, to the fans of Texas high school football. Yeah, most definitely. And and that's the cool thing about us going and doing the games that we're going to do this weekend is, uh, you know, these are two, four teams that we don't know a whole bunch about so we can get in there and we can see and uh, be able to come back and tell y'all about this stuff is uh, the majority of our viewers are down here in the Southeast Texas area. So, but we're trying to spread. And uh, so if you want to help us spread, get with us, email us at info at Texas podcast media. If you want one of these, we'll see you at the game shirt. It's got limited sizes, but I can get some more. Uh, not a problem. I got um, mediums up to two X and only got a couple two X left. But uh, if you're interested, get with us. $25 shipped to you, $20 if I can meet up with you. Or you can text me at 936-827-1175. So uh, don't forget our sponsors, Randy's Rubs and Bullfrog Environmental. Reach out to those guys. If uh, First and foremost, Randy's Rubs, I want to bring this in. And they have a gift pack that they're fixing to release, and it's a – it's a pick three deal. Great for Christmas. Don't know the price. Me and Randy talked about it the other day, but, uh, go to randysrubs.com and you can go through and you can do the pick three deal and, uh, pick three of the four seasonings and, uh, they'll box them up, get them shipped to you. So, uh, they do everything in house. So you can find them at randysrubs.com and on Amazon. So uh, I can promise you it don't suck y'all. Trent, that's going to be a wrap, bud. That's it. That's it for this uh, regional semifinal uh, podcast show. No, that it is. It's been a good one, and uh, I think wife's about got dinner cooked downstairs. So uh, I'm going to crawl out of the hot box, go do some editing, and uh, get ready to get this thing uploaded on Apple and Spotify and all those good uh, streaming services, or go to texaspodcastmedia.com, and you can listen to it right there. kind of prefer you to go there, right? Get my website, my website. Get them hits up on there. So anyway – uh, with all of that being said, for Trent Hart, I'm Craig Irwin. We're headed to Crowley, te- uh, Crowley Texas, Friday night to uh, broadcast some high school football all day Friday afternoon. So with that being said, we'll see you at the game. See you at the game. Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936-672-3744. Or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. 
As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all.